episode three, The Plan. Well, first I wanted to let you know it's nothing too flashy, but I set up lindythaxton.com all by myself. It's only three pages. You can go there to listen to these. You can send me a suggestion or a question. I would love to hear from you. You can also just private message me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, but I must admit I'm most active on Instagram. Facebook just overwhelms me for some reason. Also, I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has listened. It was online in the Indie Star yesterday, and I don't know what's good numbers or not, but I got almost 600 downloads on the first day, so I'm really happy with that. I feel like this is going to reach the right people who need to hear it. So we left off with me receiving my stage 3 rectal cancer diagnosis in May. The tumor didn't seem fast growing, so it didn't need removed right away. Here's what my oncologist and surgeon decided. Six weeks of daily radiation and daily chemo pills, I guess five days a week, Monday through Friday. Then I'd wait about six weeks to recover from treatment before having surgery to remove the tumor and lymph nodes. Then after a six-week surgery recovery, I'd probably do 12 rounds of IV chemo, which was full Fox, every two weeks. So as we speak today, I did round 10 yesterday. So I actually have the chemo pump attached to my chest port right now, so you might actually hear it go off. I don't know. I'll get it taken off tomorrow. So that's round 10. And actually, we decided yesterday that if this round doesn't go as well, because it hasn't been going very well, we're all happy with me stopping at 10. So stay tuned. I might be done pretty soon. Anyway, back to the plan. Don't let that fool you into thinking this plan worked. Not much went according to plan. It all blew up in 15 days. But before I get to that, one thing I did between being diagnosed and starting treatment, which let me just say cancer is a full-time job once you're diagnosed. Non-stop phone calls and scans and paperwork. Well, one of those things was genetic testing. I really wanted to do this, and my doctors really wanted me to because I don't have a family history of colorectal cancer. I did this May 15th. I had to fill out a lot of paperwork. They sent me a tube to spit in. After a couple weeks, we found out nothing peculiar came back. In fact, I don't even have Lynch syndrome. Lynch syndrome is the most common cause of hereditary colorectal cancer. People with it are more likely to get it and at a younger age. Since they are always learning new stuff, the genetics people said they keep my sample on file and occasionally look for any updates, so I might hear from them in the future. I decided to keep working as long as I could when I started the chemo pills and radiation. My chemo pills were Zolota. It's crazy. They come in like one of those hazard bags when they're delivered to your house. All these instructions, it needs to stay in the packaging. If it's crushed or broken, don't let it touch your skin. Don't touch it. Take within 30 minutes of eating. I was taking two 500s and two 150s twice a day, 12 hours apart, so eight pills total every day. I did several patient education video chats with a Zalota nurse, my local chemo nurses. We talked about how to take it, side effects, and they gave me some tips like avoid anything irritating to the skin. Use the coolest water possible when showering. Avoid cuts and scratches. Avoid spicy foods. As for radiation, I got my final scan for that May 21st and got my temporary markings. That's actually the day I posted the news to social media. Radiation was very surreal. I had blue crosses on my hips and lower abdomen where they'd line up the radiation machine. They were very strong marks. Hardly ever came off in the shower. Well, you're in this big room strapped to a table all alone. No one's in there. The table you're laying on is moving up and down. A machine is buzzing loudly, moving all around you. Honestly, you're afraid to even breathe when you can tell it's shooting the radiation for fear of moving, even like half an inch. 
The ceiling is painted like a sky in the room I was in, and I would just stare at it. You feel very alone, sometimes very scared. I would tear up in there a lot. This was all very new at that time. I'd get up at 2, go to work, anchor the show 4 to 7, take my morning chemo pills, head to the cancer center for radiation, then I'd take more chemo pills at night. I remember going into work at this point, they had given me an office to keep me as far away from germs as possible, which I thought was awesome. People at work decorated the doors. It was really nice. But I remember feeling so nauseous in the mornings I was on four nausea medications at that point. I did this for 15 days, 15 weekdays. And then the last thing I remember is looking in the hospital bathroom mirror and looking fully pregnant. I was in St. Vincent on 86th Street in Indy for 24 days, and I have no memory of three weeks of that. I didn't know who anyone was. It was a really scary time. In episode four, I'll dive into what happened, where the plan derailed. Maybe I can even get my husband to chime in since I'm missing three weeks. But thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you again next Wednesday.